Good morning, Raboisai. How's everybody doing? We had better days. Better days. I'll explain in a second. Lilu Nishmas Imi Mirasi Rusbas Mordechai, and today's shear is sponsored. Full Daf Yemi shear on September 22nd is being sponsored by Mordechai Zapaznik. This is written because I, I copy and paste whatever they give me, so it's written a little funny. Don't read the, the, the small print there. is my great grandfather, Harav. May his neshama have an aliyah, and he should be made for his entire family in Klai Yisrael. Could anybody read it like that? Impossible. It says it back and forth to all different types of... Okay. There's a paper towel there. I'm not sure why. Hold on. Okay. All right. We got this. This took a couple months to, to arrive. It says like this on the box. It's not about the daf. It's about the yomi. This came in the mail. Uh, Yeshua worked really, really hard to get this here. This is from David Dimbert, from Karaoke. Karaoke, is that how you pronounce it? Shkoyach. So this is a coffee for you guys here in the Beis Medrash. Fresh beans that he makes in his factory. I think that maybe there's something else in here besides beans. You want to open it up? Let's check it out. All right, so our boys say this is the story. It looks like, I'm saying this with a heavy heart, it looks like tonight. Late tonight, early tomorrow morning, I am traveling to the States. This is Shalom Bayes, 100% Shalom Bayes. I really feel, it's hard for me. I've been here for a long time, been here 11 months. I'm in a groove. We're all in a groove, and uh, my wife feels she, she needs to go. It's a very good thing. It's a good thing. I, so I know this. A hundred percent, right. It doesn't, the daf is not always easy to do. Right. Even sometimes it's difficult, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's more so on the plane and the airports and all that. I agree. But I'm it's just, I have nerves about it. Like how, what's going to be? I don't know where I'm going to be for Yontif. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to, to make it to New York and do some stops over there. Maybe in the sukkah, maybe on sukkahs. I don't know yet. I'm mailing this package on the 16th of Tammuz in hopes that when this package arrives, it finds you all well in America. It's open for sheer. So yeah, it's open for sheer today. I'm continuing to enjoy the sheer every day, mostly on YouTube. I've never learned this much Torah in such a short time. Fantastic. I'm very much looking forward to Mr. to returning to America to enjoy a sheer, a coffee and a chabura, and then of course to the cruise. In the meanwhile, Ivdus Hashem Besimcha, David Dimbert, the V'chaim bin Ari Leibish. Wow. Beautiful. And here it is. Fresh coffee. Ah! David, you know I'm going to be in Chicago tomorrow. So maybe we'll do a share in Chicago. Come join us there. He's from, um, where is he from again? Highland Park, Highland Park Illinois. Yeah. So I'm saying tomorrow I'm going to be in Chicago. I'm going to be in Chicago hopefully till Yontif sometime. Then during Yontif, I'll, I'll, the plan is, I don't know, we don't have a clear plan. Go to New York. Once I'm in New York, if Farakway, that's where I'm going to be stationed. Farakway, so we'll see the Farakway boys, which, by the way, last night they had a get-together. There's like uh, 20 people there with Noam. It's very nice, very nice. Okay. So, uh, so I'm asking Mechila to begin with, if 
you know, the, the picture doesn't come in clear, and uh, I don't have the, the, the charts. I'm on the road, you know. I actually bought printers yesterday. I had to send printers to my house in Chicago, so I have something on the road over there. Bikitzer, okay. This is from Mordechai Saposnik. We got this email a while ago, but I saved this for today because he's sponsoring today. Here's a picture of me watching the Dafshir. It's a Geshmakashir. Thank you, Mordechai Zapaznik. So here's, you have a close-up. Here we go. This is what he looks like. Rabbi if you want to know what Mordechai Zapaznik. I never knew what he looked like, so Baruch Hashem. It's a good thing. Send me in pictures. I think, I, I don't know, I, I read this, guy, this guy's email or his brother, Hi Rebel, or his cousin. I don't know. I would like to thank you. No, it's somebody else. This is Ari Mack. I'd like to thank you for all the charts you provided. A little behind schedule. I'll be back on schedule by Pesachim. So I'm not sure. Do we have to, what? We had Yosef, Mac. Oh, we had Yosef. I knew that. From Pesach. Somebody's from Pesach, somebody's not. Because it says here, I watch the daf every day. I get home from school. My father watches the daf. And my brother watches you live with my, my, my in-laws. My brother-in-law's father, Ezra Abrams, from, Mel, from uh, Australia. And also his uncle, Hillel Abrams. So you have the whole family watching. Thanks, Elliot, for getting people to the daf. Uh, he used to do the Dafa Shavua, now he does this. Have a great Yontiv, Aryeh Mac, keep it going. Now, he's learning two Dafa day, it says here. The bottom line is, I hope, I hope he's doing the Dafa with everybody else and just making up the rest on the side. So, Herboisai, today is Daf Mem Dalit. And we're holding by Nechemia Berei, the Rav Chaniloi. I once said over a Maisa from the Ger Rebbe. The Ger Rebbe had a safer in the Bismedrish where he needed to bring from the Bismedrish to his house. So he told his Gabbai, tell the Hasidim that he is going to be going from the Bismedrish to the house. So all the Hasidim gathered, and because they gathered, he tucked the safer in his pocket, and he walked home carrying a safer. Are you allowed to do that? Obviously, if the Ger Rebbe did it, he knew what he was doing. What are the conditions? When can you do that? When can you use people as your mechitza. That's what he did. He got all the chassin to line up. With Shabbos, on Shabbos. I don't know where he was. Okay, I don't know where he was exactly. You, you decided he was in Yerushalayim. Maybe he was somewhere else. Maybe he was in Poland. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They said the Gereb. I don't know. So let's see. Says the Gemara. Nechemio bereider av chaniloi. Mashachte shmaitzo. We just learned the other day that the difference of Tamat Chacham, you could assume that the reason why he's added the Tchum is because he was learning. He's busy learning. Now the Gemara says, Amaisa Shahaya. You have Nechemi Abereder of Chaniloi. He was schlepped out of the Tchum because he was learning. Meshachti Shmaitza, his learning schlepped him out. What is that called? Shoigig. He went out of the Tchum, he was spacing out. I shouldn't say spacing. He was learning out. He's so involved in learning. It's unbelievable to think about a person so deep in his thought. He has no idea where he's going. He went out of the home. Omalei Rav Chizda Rav Nachman. So Rav Chizda tells Rav Nachman, the famous Rav Chizda, the famous Rav Nachman, tells Rav Nachman, Nechem Yitamid Choshori Batsar. What should you do? Do you have an eighth of him? He's sitting in the sun. He's burning up. He can't get home. There's no water. There's nothing going on. He's in the middle of a desert somewhere. I have a It's called make, take a bunch of people, line them up, 
V'yikonas. Now the Gemara darshans from this word V'yikonas, that doesn't mean that they were lined up all the way. Because if they were lined up all the way, it wouldn't say V'yikonas. Just line them up and everything is good. What's V'yikonas? And he should go in. The Gemara understands later on that it's, he's, there's almost enough people. The rest, he's just going to have to walk it in. Says the Gemara, Yosef, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Achoyer de Rava. So Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, like we find in Gemaras many times, they used to sit in rows, you have the Rebbe in the front. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak is sitting behind Rava. The Yosef Rava Kameh, the Rav Nachman. So the story is happening, Rav Chizda is telling Rav Nachman, do something. Rav Nachman says, okay, let's line these people up. And then in front of Rav you have the Rebbe in the front, and you have Rava sitting in the front row, and behind Rava in the second row, let's say, you have Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. So Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak leans over and whispers to Rava, What's, going, what's the back and forth here? What's the issue? Rav Chizda didn't know what the Ger Rebbe knew. He didn't know that he could line people up. And we're going to see that it's not so poshant. Maybe I should say this, it's not something we do. If you need to bring something from here to here, be very careful how you do it. Because nobody's allowed to know that you're doing it. In the case of the Ger Rebbe, we're going to see. They didn't know. They thought they're coming to be Malava the Rebbe. Meanwhile, he hid a book in here. It's not that he's holding a safer right up. Over here also, these people lined up, we're going to see. If you have enough people, Maybe Rav Chizda. Why didn't Rav Chizda come up with this idea by himself? So why didn't Rav Chizda come up with this himself? Because he wasn't sure if the halacha is like Rim Gamliel. What is halacha like Rim Gamliel? So we had yesterday, if you have a person finds himself, people lifted him up, put him in here against his will, but there are walls all around. Rimgamliel says you could go in the entire area. Case number two or three, because the other one is the Sahar, the same thing as this. If he finds himself on a ship, Rabbi Kiva says only the box. Rabbi Gamaliel says the whole thing. So Rav Chizda was Mesupag, is the Allah like Rabbi Gamaliel. MMA is not stuck with four Amas. He gets more, as, as, as wide as those Mechitzes are. So if people line him up all the way to the city, he gets to go, the entire city, just like a ship. The length of the ship, the length of the people. Or perhaps, we're not discussing a situation where we have enough people, that would be crazy. You'd have to get, let's say, 2,000 people, you know, the guy went who knows where. So, so let's say he didn't have all those people. What did happen? So, second to last mission in this parak, like in the Nun area, Nun, yeah, no, Nun Aleph Amit Beis. No, it's further. Nun Beis Amit Beis. So, Mishnah says, Mishnah Yosef Chuzlat Chom, Afilu Am Achas Le'ikonis. Rebbe Le'ezer Oymer, Shtayim Yikonis. Le'ezer says, She does Rebbe Le'ezer. He has two Amas freebies, all the way at the end. So we're going to assume, maybe, that's what Rebbe Chiz's problem was. Interesting, Shiloh. The last four feet were missing. Can Nehemiah jump into the city? Once he's in the city, he's free to go. So that was the Shiloh. Come and buy Le'ezer, Le'ezer, Le'ezer. 
Says the Gemara, you have to say this kind of, it's almost like a daichak to say that, wow, he was misuping in the last two feet, so get two more people, fine. But it doesn't make sense that he's misuping if the Allah is like Rebbe Gamliel. Why? It must be that this was the case, that the people didn't go all the way to the city. Because if these people actually made it all the way to the city, so he had two perfect walls going all the way to the city. What's the Shaila? Here, halach is like Rav in these two cases. No, this one, this one. Okay, I'm lo- everything is reversed on the screen. Okay, the halach is like Rav, and Rav Chizda is a Talmud of Rav. Obviously, he holds like his Rebbe. You get to go within your territory, within your mechitzas. So. What's the difference? Human mechitzas, walls of a ship, of a, of a barn. These are all new to you. You didn't, you didn't start off Shabbos there. You ended up there, bishoygig, just like a guy picks you up, puts you in a barn. Bishoygig, you get to go everywhere in the barn. Rabbi Gamaliel says, you're not limited to your Dalit Amis. So go over here. So why did Rav Chizda have to ask Rav Nachman what to do? Take the people, because he didn't have enough people. They were just short of the, of the city by two Amis. We're talking about not enough people with and the question was, do we go with Rebbe Leizer? And I'll prove it to you from the Lashon of the Mishnah, the Ka'amalei, What does it mean, go in? Extra word. Make walls all the way to the city. And the fire to give him shaft. That's it, enough. You went all the way to the city. Why do you need more? means... I'm pushing him. The last two amos, the last four feet, I give him a yikonis. Don't worry. You can keep on going. You can go into the city. It's okay. Because I hold like Ribliyaza that says you get two amos. Eisve. So now, very gishmak esugya. Can we make mechitzais with human beings? With live things called humans? Eisve, Reb Nachman Yitzchuk Lerava. So it's the same Reb Nachman Yitzchuk that was sitting behind Rava. I don't know if it was the same time. But he asked Rava another question. Can you imagine the shir? It's going. What's going on? People are asking these kashas back and forth. You have to hold cup. It's also interesting. It says, "Is the Allah like Rebbe Lezer?" Doesn't say who. What? Who's Rebbe Lezer? You need to know by yourself when you're learning Erev and Dafnim Dalid that an Erev and Dafnim Beis there's gonna there's a sheet that called Rebbe Lezer. It's obvious. Well, we have Rashi Baruch Hashem who told us, but without Rashi, you're reading it. Shaila and Rebbe Lezer doesn't explain a word who Rebbe Lezer is and what he says. Just a Shaila. And by the way, it's a good ride because it says Yikonis, and you're sitting there, what's going on here? Baruch Hashem. Rashi tells us that Rebbe is from Nafnum Beis. Okay. I'm just saying, it was code, right? Because Rebbe Nachman Yitzchuk tells Rav in 10 seconds, he says, Rebbe Chiz had a problem with Rebbe Gamliel, or he had a problem with Rebbe He says, no. He says, obviously, okay, fine. Next question he asked him. Nova Dofna, you're talking about Sukkot, coming up. Ma'amish any day, Rabbi if the wall of a sukkah, now this happens in America. I've seen this with my, I saw a guy who had a gorgeous sukkah, and he spent, I don't remember what it was, thousands of dollars on an uh, anti-rain system. A schlack. But not stam. This, you can't call it schlack. A schlack is a schlack. It's like, this thing had, you know, pneumatic things and a whole. So he, he did very expensive stuff over a sukkah. What happened was it poured, it was raining, so he closed it. But it, it, the water didn't go off completely. And it started creating a puddle. And the puddle grew and grew and grew. And his entire sukkah, 
just destroyed. It just brought in all four walls. That happens in America. Over here, you don't have it so much. That the whole sukkah, where was it that the sukkahs were blew away? It was here in Israel. Oh, yeah, it was last year. It was la- yeah, yeah, you're right. Here in Israel, you have it also. You're right, you're right. Okay. Nofel dafna. The sukkah, one of the, one of the walls falls down. Now, I'm just, we're going to speak it out as we learn, as much as we can. Nofel dafna. What does dafna mean? L'chari means the wall that creates the hechshar of the sukkah. Without this wall, you're not going to have a sukkah. That's dafna. It doesn't mean you have, because the sukkah has to have uh, three walls. Let's call it three walls. So let's say you have a fourth extra wall. You don't need the fourth one. That one fell. That wouldn't be called dafna. Dafna means the wall of the sukkah that creates a sukkah. Without it, you won't have a sukkah. Don't put up a human being there or an animal or any vessel. Now you have your bed in the sukkah because you sleep in the sukkah. Like every good yid, right? You sleep in the sukkah. So you take the bed. And it's there already, so you just, you lift it up. Now, that would be, it would seem like it's less of a problem because you're just cleaning up the floor. You're moving something. We, you know, when guests come into the sukkah, you have to start moving the beds around, you start folding them. So instead of, a, you just lifted it up, and you put a, a little, you left the, the, the sheet on it, now it created a wall. Don't do that. Because you're not allowed to make an oil even a temporary oil on Yontif. If you can't do it on Yontif, certainly you can't do it on Shabbos. Now, what's an oil? An oil is usually a roof. And we're talking about a wall. So Rashi says over here, a beautiful thing, that the, by creating a wall, you have a puzzle sukkah. Right now you don't have a sukkah. Your sukkah is gone. So by creating this wall, you created a sukkah which creates the ceiling. In other words, your schach is zero right now because schach without walls is nothing. So by you creating the wall around the schach, below the schach, now your schach just became schach. You created the oil. Toysis argues. So the problem is, and so human beings are not good for mechitza. So we have a Bryce here that says human beings aren't good. So if, if a human being is not good for a, a sukkah, for mechitza sukkah, so he's not good for mechitza on Shabbos. So why are you making these walls out of human beings? Human beings are not walls. Very good. You have a very nice Bryce that says no human beings for a wall. I have a bride that says you could have a human being in a wall. Okay, so let's split this bride up into two pieces. We have the first line that says, you take your friend, for such friends you could, you know, you take the friend, what do you do with your friend? Listen, do me a favor, stand there for a second. When he's not paying attention, you tie him up real good. And that's it, he becomes your, your wall for the sukkah. I saw this chaveroi doifen kedei. Why? So he, yoichal, vishta, vishan. How long does he sleep? It's not two minutes. He's going to take a shmaka, a seven hour sleep. He'll stand there like a klutz for seven hours. So, first of all, it's maridik. Yoichal, vishta, vishan. Right? That's in the Torah. You have to eat, drink, and sleep in the sukkah. 
just want to mention this. When I was a kid living in Farakway, but also in, in Brooklyn, this happened in Brooklyn, Flatbush. It was freezing cold one, one, one sukkah. And I'll never forget, it's, it's a lesson for Chinuch. My father bought me like these uh, long johns, but five pairs. Five pairs and a sleep. What do they call those sleepers? Those uh, a onesie. By the way, I have to say this. I know it's very embarrassing. I have in Tifrach, in Tifrach, when I was 10 years old, so I opened up my suitcase, and in there is my onesie. My onesie. I, I told you this. I, it, was, it was nice. It has flowers, the whole tzach. I didn't have. Why, why, why is everybody making fun of me? I had like a onesie, like zipped up in Yeshiva Khan in high school. I'm walking around the dormitory in a onesie. My mother thought it was, it was something to do. Aleah Shalom. Shalom should have an Aliyah. She sent me with a onesie. And I remember my, my grandma said, Your mother sent you with, like my grandmother, she's from Germany. Like, this, it's not, it's not, you don't go to high school then in a onesie. And I, had, I have very, I have large, large feet, large shoes, and my, my toes never fit in that onesie. They were always bent. And like, no, that's what we had. That's what my mother could afford. She gave me a onesie. Like, what? Anyway, so, but I had a, a gishmaka onesie, a, a gishmaka, five pairs of this, and an unbelievable sleeping bag that was rated for, you know, 200 degrees below uh, whatever it was. And we slept in the sukkah. It was mamish toasty. It was so hot. We had to open up the, uh, the sleeping bag. But it was, it was a Musa ask, like, what you do? For, now, I don't, I'm not saying you mechiv. I'm not passing in alachas. It's, you know, it's bizarre and all that. But as a gronik with tefillin, if somebody wears tefillin all day, we're going to sleep in the sukkah this year. It doesn't matter how cold it is. And it was gishmak. I remember feeling, oh, this is what you do for a mitzvah. You go to the store, you buy the proper sleeping bag and the proper this. Anyway, I'm just saying. It left a big rajam. Says the Gemara, So the first part of the Mishnah seems that you need this person to create a sukkah. Without this human being, you don't have a sukkah. Zero. In order to eat, to drink, to sleep. Why is he putting the person there? To make the third wall. So that's part one of the Brisa in green, to make the sukkah. Then it says, I just cut out, you know, just to make it short here. You take up the, the folding bed, you put it up, up against the wall. You take the sheet. What's the second part of the b'risa? Imagine this, just, I mean, close your eyes for a second. There's a dead human being in the, in the sukkah with you. Shlofen nicely. He's there for, he's going to be there, he's going to be sleeping for life next to you. But you don't want the sun, you need to eat over here, your suda and your sukkah, so you, you put a nice thing so the sun doesn't hit him. Meanwhile, I don't know what they, like in those days, they, were, they had a different, you know, the guy died, no, so there's no Chavri Kaddish right now, leave him over there. But you don't want the sun to hit him. So this is different. You're putting up a, a bed to protect him from the sun. That's not to, that doesn't mean, the second part of the, of the Bryce is not talking about a heksher sukkah. It's talking about to, to take care of business. Without that bed, maybe you would have a good sukkah. As the Gemara, says the Gemara Kashina, at the end of the day, we have one bride that says, do not use human beings for mechitza. The other one says, I want to eat and sleep and drink. I use my friend, I tie him up nicely. What do you do? Like Kash, Rebeliezer. says, it's not good. You can't use a human being. They say that you could. It's not. Isn't this gishmak that we just learned this in Mishaf the Shabbos? It all comes together. All these sugis, they're starting to come together. Shas. Uh, yeah, that one. 
Okay. You push number one instead of number two, right? Whatever it is. Gaga Chaloin. You remember this picture? You have the, the shutter of the window hanging on a, on a chain. Beautiful picture from Yoni. And it fits right in here. Is that considered creating a mechitz on Shabbos or not? So, Rabbi Lezer, if it's literally dangling off the ground, so it's part of the wall, you're allowed to use it. If not, you cannot use it as a, as, as a, as a shutter. Why? Because now you're creating an oil. It's not a problem, it's a temporary shutter, it's a temporary closing of the wall, it's fine. Oh, so, so, that says that you're not allowed to use this, it's a problem, you can't do a temporary oil on, on, on Shabbos and Yontif, so you can't do it, you can't use a temporary human being, you can't create a mechitza. And Rabbanon, who say you could, so you could use human beings. Ask the Gemara about Itmar Allah, Amar Rabbi Rabbanon, Rabbi Yechon. Hakol moidim she'ein oisen oil arei betchilu b'yantif. There is no argument. Even Chachamim will agree that in a sukkah, I'm, I'm creating something new. This, they say, this is not new. This, I use this on Sunday, I use it on Monday, so I'll use it on Shabbos. It's hanging, it's a regular shutter. Like any window opens, closes, so over here, it's a little difference on the side, I close it. It's a tris, like a regular tris, an old-fashioned tris, a wooden tris, a shutter. But the sukkah, it fell down. I'm creating a brand new wall. Why would Chachamim say that that's okay? They'll never say that's okay. The whole machlekes is to add to an existing wall already. Over here, there's existing. That's the word that it's existing already. So we're going to go from the Chumrah. If you're Machmer, you say, I can't add, I can't add on Yantav. It's certainly not on Shabbos. The Chacham who are Mekel, they say, you could do this on Shabbos. Certainly on Yantav. That's to add. You already have a wall here. The wall is everywhere. So you're adding another little piece, another little piece. But over here, you're creating a whole new third wall, whatever it is. Says the Gemara, to, to understand the prices, one says that you can use human beings, one says you can't. Another machloik is called Rameir Rabbi Yehuda, the Tanya Asala Behema Devan Beautiful. A guy uses his horse. I don't know what's better, a horse as a wall or a dead person laying in your sukkah. They're both not very good, not very comfortable. You use your horse as a wall for a sukkah. Brand new wall. Rameir Poisel, no good. Why? Because a horse could pick himself up and run away. You're not gonna have, that's not a good sukkah. Very view the machshir and Buddha says, Remeir poisel, review the machshir. And review the says it's okay. Remeir the kapasal hasam alma lav mechiti. So let's take it step by step. Remeir that says you cannot use a horse for sukkah, meaning it is the kapasal hasam. So alma lav mechitihi. So I'm not going to fix the sukkah with that, even though you're making the oil. Hacha shari, lav midika avid. Why? It's going to remain a bad sukkah. So let him let him use it over here. If over there it's not good, so let him use it over here because it, it, it didn't accomplish anything. If if Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi says it's not a good mechitza. Not a good mechitza. You can't use a horse. It's going to run away. 
Meaning, a horse equals zero, not a machitza. So zero, put a zero over here. What's the big deal? I'm allowed to put a zero in my chutzpah. But Rabbi Yehuda says that I'm yoytza mitzvah sukkah with a horse. A horse is considered halachically like a wooden panel. So then I can't do a wooden panel on Shabbos. I can't build a, a, a yolara on Shabbos. I'm a chitzi, so it is a good machitza. So memela hachasar. If it's a good machitza, I can't build it on Shabbos. I can't take a horse or a human being and put him in. We're talking about humans now. So if I cannot use a horse, if I, if I could use a horse, it's halachically good to use, and it, it creates a third wall for mechitza, so therefore it would be a problem, according to Rabbi Yudah, to use a human being right here and let the guy go back into the city. Or to use a human being from, uh, for, uh, uh, what do you call it? So on a, on a Tuesday, if I want to use a horse according to Rabbi Yudah, it's a good, good mechitza. But that same Rabbi Huda would say on Shabbos it's not a good thing to do because I'm creating a wall on Shabbos. V'tizbara eimer the Shabbos leiv the Rebbeir behema. So what's the comparison to our case? All the mekelim Shabbos like the whole problem with a horse is going to run away. A human being, you tell him nicely, listen, I need you to stand. Do me a favor. I need to sleep now. I need to eat now. Please don't go anywhere. So I have no concern that he's going to run away. All the mekelim Shabbos like v'su Rebbeir leiv the man. Rebeliezer in this case holds shutters are usher. In other words, even to add a little bit to an existing wall is usher. So how can Rebeliezer doesn't hold like Rebeliezer? Rabbanon only said this case of a shutter to add. But they never said to start over from scratch to make a brand new wall. Rabbanon who hold that you're allowed to add a little bit, you're allowed to use a shutter. They're the ones that say both of these things here. And don't ask me a kasha from Kalim, why it says in one place you're allowed to use it for a sukkah and another place not. So the Braise that says you can't create oil on Shabbos with vessels because that is the the determining wall. Without that wall, you don't have a sukkah. With that wall, you have a sukkah. Now you just created a wall on Shabbos. You now I'll make an oil ira on Shabbos. But let's say you want more privacy. You have a sukkah ready. You have three walls. The sukkah is kosher. All you want to do is add a fourth wall for privacy, for wind, whatever the reason is. But that's not creating a sukkah. Maybe that's allowed. Like we pointed out before, the word nafal dafna, dafna means it's machshir wall, the wall that makes the sukkah. What makes the sukkah? The third wall. Shmamina. Whereas in the second verse it says, it's talking about, we're concerned about the, the, the dead person, not so much the doifen that's machshir the sukkah. Shema Amino. So we're turning to Daf Memdalarim Beis, sponsored by Mark Steinberg, Schusfer Shidduchfer's son, Yitzchak Pesach Yehuda, Bemeir Yosef, and by Anonymous, Hatzlochen Yiddishkeit for him, and a schus for his family to be Torah Jews. El Adam Adam Kasha. But what do we do about people? So. On the one hand, it says you can use a person for a sukkah. On the other hand, it says you can't. Now, when it comes to people, 
It says in the, look, in the Bryce it says, You're using the human being for a sukkah, to make the sukkah. You can't say any more, like we said a second ago, the kalim, look, that's in the same Bryce, why are you putting the sadin? Mace, to help the mace. But that's not to make a sukkah, it's to help a dead person not smell. But the first part of the Bryce is talking about Human beings, human beings, to, to create a sukkah. No, so it says you're allowed to use a human being to create a sukkah. The first bride says you cannot use a human being to create a sukkah. Which one is it? it says the Gemara, very interesting. So now we have this idea of das and loy das. When a human being knows what he's doing, says Rashi, then derech binyimakach. You don't build with human beings. You don't build with human beings. Huh? I hear. Good. Because he himself is aware that they're building with him. You don't, so obviously, they're not building with him. But if they, he doesn't know, so right now, at this point, he is the Mechitza. Without him knowing. You're saying, but at the end of the day. Fuck her. No, you tell him, don't walk away. You say, Dude, I'm, I'm paying you to stay here. Don't walk away. I need you here. I hear? It's all good child. It's all good conscious. They're asking, it doesn't have to be the opposite. They're asking, if he's unaware, then he'll walk away. And we said that it's a problem if you walk away. You're like an animal that walks away. That's not a mechitza. Wow, I just... This has... Let's, let's pretend this has nothing to do with the sugya, because I was just... as in this area and a crazy story that happened to... Happened. I, we lived across the street from Yisrael Greenwald in Farakway. I lived on Say Street when I was a kid. Say Street is the same block as the White Shoal and the Aguda. Are you familiar? Say Street. And there's a person there that disappeared one day. Pasha disappeared. And for years they didn't know what happened to him. They thought maybe he left his family and the, the, all different rumors. They had no idea. And we were friendly. We w- used to go into the house. They had a monkey. It was very gishmak. So, and then 19 years later, 19 years later, they found a, a really bad cop, a New York cop, that would kill people for money. And somebody had him killed. And they took him, and they, they buried him on Nostrand Avenue in a, in a garage somewhere. Pasha buried him in part of the garage. It's an unbelievable, crazy, crazy story. For, you imagine the tsar of that family for 19 years. I don't know. You don't, that's the, not the derech. You, you can't do that, but... Rishayim, there's terrible people over there. The mafia, the Komunizachim. Kanladas, Kanchaladas. No, just it triggered that uh, it's a Meshugana story. But at the end of the day, let's think about it. You have these people coming to the desert. Why are they coming to the desert? And they're all part of the desert. They all, they're all part of that Tchum. They're allowed to walk there. You're telling people, Rav Nachman said, come out there. Come, go. Why are they going? Obviously, they know what's going on, no? You must say that they said, Rav Chizda tells them, whoever it was, Rav Nachman Paskin, you have to go to the desert. Why, why? Go to Askashas. Just line up like nice people. Line it up. Don't say a word. And we'll tell you afterwards. Exactly. So it has to be, that's what I'm saying. It had to be, and that's what we stick with. 
that it has to be Shalom Das. If people know that they're acting as a Mechitza, it doesn't work. Says the Gemara, Rav Chizda Mi'ol Das Hava. But Rav Chizda organizing the whole row over here, he's Ladas. He knows what's going on. He's the one that asked the question. He's the, he's the one that got the answer from Nachman. He knows. Says Gemara, Obviously, we didn't count him. He wasn't part of the ten or for the, the thousand people. He was just telling everybody to stand, but he wasn't part of it. Eli Daikman, I'm coming to visit you, Rabbi. He was there. I saw him on the video. Of course, he showed up. In, in, in. Why are you saying he didn't show up when I saw him in Furish there? He was on the video. Noam Fig sent me the video. Eli Daikman was in Farakwe, right? In the Queens. He was there. Of course, he was there. Yeah, this Queens. I don't even know. I don't, the Gemara is always busy with these people that make chasanas that we had just recently with the Adasim and the this. Maybe it's something similar. Anyway, these people make a wedding. So they heard about this heter. You can use people. They needed to get water to the wedding or cater. Nagdaniu Shmuel. Shmuel gave them a shtickle malchus. Gave them a little beating. You don't do something like that on Shabbos. Im they said in a case, we were very careful, nobody found out what happened. Why? Yoyim so you can't, you can't do it knowingly. Says the Gemara Hanu Beristika these leather flasks, I don't know, I forgot to look it up, but it sounds very familiar. I, I feel like this was, we had this in a different Mishnah, maybe in Abidizar somewhere, these flasks. But it could be I'm completely off. I know they're talking about flasks, but I don't know if it was Rava's. Anyway, Rava left his flasks smack in the middle of the square of Mechayza, which is what? Rishus HaRavim. But it also Rava. And so Rava was walking Mepirke from his shir. Ailinu Nahale. So he's surrounded by all his Talmidim. It's a moving Mechitza. It's like a ship, you know? People surround. So they grab the flasks and they start carrying on Shabbos in Rishus HaRavim going towards Rava's house. So that was fine. Rava didn't say anything. Following Shabbos, great trick, let's do it again. Now he says, you're not allowed to do it. Why? You want Malchus from Shmuel? That's considered knowing. Everybody asked the question, what's going on? Why are they carrying on Shabbos? How are you carrying? Oh, because they told him afterwards, this is of Bnei Adam. That's it. Trick's over. Levi, when Levi came back from the Yismarish, they would bring him some straw. Ziri aspasta, also a type of you know food for the animal, different stage. Rav Shimi Mayo. He used to take water through a mechitza of people, and the Gerebbe took a sefer, unknowing to this chassidim didn't know about it. Says the Mishnah, Mishi Bershus. This is for you, Levi. Mishi also for you. You're also not solo. Shabbos calls. Doctor Factor a lot. Levi Freeman, a lot. Who else? That's it. Lack of citron soon. He had permission to be Mechalal Shabbos and leave the Tchum. Why? Because he's going to be Mechadish the Chodesh. He's going on a Hatzalah call to deliver a baby. Something that he has Rishos. And halfway through, he gets the call. Today it's Mamish. On the radio. What do you do, Levi, when that happens? Halfway there, eh, taken care of. Baby is born. Huh? Turn around. Turn around. 
Kranasa Maisa, whatever happened, somebody else beat you to it to be Mekadosh the Levana. Give the testimony to Bezdin. Yesh loy alpaim ruach. So typically, you went out of your tchum knowingly. You get stuck there. Right there you have four amas. Zehu zeh. But because you're being a tzaddik, you, you did it birshos, you get 2,000 amas. And if you were in your own tchum, it's as if you never left. What's the big chiddush? Gemara. All the hatzala people. They go all the way back to where they started out. They can go back to their place. What does it mean? If he didn't leave his tchum, he could start all over again. Pshita. Anybody could start all over again. No, the same He was going on a call. In his mind, he was done with his tchum. He's leaving. He's out of here, and he's actually going to bust the tchum. He just didn't. He, he wasn't able to bust the tchum, but he wanted to. So I think maybe since he. Thought in his mind he's going to leave the tchum, so it's over. Come on, Okay. Rav Shimon Bar Omar, another pshat. Hachi Omar, imo yutchum shenasol lechacham muvloim b'toyichat tchum shelai. Oh, picture from the Masifta, from Oizvadar, I should say. I just changed the color a little bit to match my other one. You have two tchumim that are within each other. You see, the blue goes a little bit past the red, and the red goes into the blue. In other words, they're within each other slightly. If the red dotted line was over here, so that means he left the blue, he busted his tchum, and then started a new tchum. But that's not what happened. What happened was the hospital is right over here. So before he was able to bust his blue line, started a new, his 2,000 amma from the hospital extends into his area. In other words, they overlap each other. Bottom line is, the tchumim overlap each other. So that's the chiddush over here. So what's the machloik? Is why do they see different pshatim in the Mishnah? Do I consider the fact that they overlap each other? The overlapping, is that important? Does that help us? Do we think, does it, does it mean, oh, since I overlap, I, I could go back to the original? Or no, he bust. look, where is this guy right now? This guy is 3,000 amas away from his house. He, he, he's far busted. But it happens to be that his two, new 1,000 amas are within the, two, the original 2,000 amas. So maybe he could go back. Look, if he went back to his tchum now, to the red line, it's within the blue line. So maybe he could start walking back home, maybe. No. Rabbi holds, he can't do that. You know why? Because he busted his tchum. He went past the blue line. Once you go one step past the blue, you can't go back home. Let's say there's no hospital here. Yeah, a normal human being on Shabbos walks right past the blue line. What's his halacha? Stop. You cannot go anywhere. He doesn't have 2,000 amas past the blue line to go back and stay one am away from his house. He has to stay where he is. He busts his tchum. But this guy has a hospital over here. Somebody's giving birth. Or you let this, Rashi says. Or here's the Bezdin to be... Uh, but the Bezdin is within 2,000 amas of the blue line. It, it takes him into the blue line. Oh, once I'm in the blue line, maybe I can walk back home. Because anything within the blue line, I'm allowed to walk home. Or no. Because at the end of the day, right now, he's 3,000 amas away from his house. So, I'm allowed to have lost. Okay, 
got to tell you this, Maisa. Here it is. Beautiful story. A very, very interesting thing. There's a cave. You see the nice ladders? He goes into the cave. He's here on Shabbos. The cave is 4,000 amas. It doesn't matter how big the cave is. Let's talk about 4,000 amas. The Gemara says 4,000. Why? Your house is considered one tchum. Your house could be 10,000 amas. You're allowed to walk the entire house. The cave is his house. It's a walled cave. Check this out. If he comes up the ladder on the blue dotted line, and he makes a right turn, a sharp turn this way, he has the red arrow. He could go 2,000 amas. You ask him he could go 2,000 amas? Yeah, maybe zoom in a little bit. If he takes this ladder on the other side of the cave and comes out of the cave and makes a left turn, by me it's left. You, I don't know what you're seeing exactly on the screen. He could go the blue line, 2,000 amas. But the top of the cave is, call it 3,000 amas, 3,900 amas. He's allowed to walk, halachically, he's allowed to walk from the top of the cave, 3,999 amas. Why? Because had he come out of the cave from the left, he would have 2,000 amas. Had he come out of the cave from the right, he would have 2,000 amas. And they overlap each other. You see the two arrows? Right over here, they overlap each other. That's called Havla. The Gemara says that this is called a beautiful case. Now, if this top would be 4,000 amas, or 4,001 amas, let's call it, he wouldn't be able to walk on top. Because he doesn't have Avla. He doesn't have 2,000 plus 2,000. He has 4,001. What does he do? Goes into the cave. Now this is his house. He's allowed to walk as far as he wants in the cave. Come up and continue walking. But on top of the cave, he won't be able to go. Amazing, amazing case. He could go on top of the cave if you have Avla. You see? That's why I painted this red and blue. Now the blue over here match, and the red over here match this blue and this red that, are, that overlap each other. What? He can't? He can walk 2,000 on top of the cave. 2,000. He's always allowed 2,000. That one arm in the middle he can't touch. So maybe let's go back into the cave and go around. But he's allowed 2,000 amas because everybody's allowed 2,000 amas in each direction. So he comes out, walks 2,000 amas. Over here he walks 2,000 amas. But it's an amazing case because he, this guy lives in two houses. Each door is a house. Is a, each door is a house. Pretend. And from each house, he's allowed two thousand amas. And now they overlap on top. So Mameli is allowed to go. It's his tchumim that he has. His one tchum goes this way. His other tchum goes this way. We never thought of something like that. It's possible a person has two tchumim that help him go. What? But we look at these openings as two houses. Pretend he he lives here. He could go 2,000 amas this way. Pretend he lives here, this house. So he has a house that has two openings, a front door and a back door. And they help him. I guess this would work on a house also, but a house is, okay, fine. Cave. Let's just finish because it's slichas. I forgot about slichas. What's the connection? This guy took up residence in the cave before Shabbos. So before Shabbos, he had 2,000 amas this way, 2,000 amas this way. This guy got a Hatzalah call on Shabbos. His, his, his tchum was this. When Shabbos came in, blue line. He got a Hatzalah call 12 o'clock in the afternoon. So now he got a new tchum, red. How could you be mavlia a brand new tchum with an old tchum? That doesn't work. There's a special halacha mechachamim that say, oh, I allow you to go 2,000 because it's, 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 it's pikuach nefesh. Rabbi have a wonderful day. Bezer Hashem, I'll see you. Tomorrow, somehow, from the plane, I don't know, we're going to do it exactly, but we're going to do it. 
there's going to be a shear. And if I'm not here, then Menachem Mateo will be here. But I'm going to really try hard to do shear tomorrow.